You're listening to the Church 2911 Sermons Podcast. You can find notes for this message along with more information about our church by visiting church2911.com. Here's our lead pastor, Rick Hand, with this week's message. Okay, so let's go to some scripture. I'm going to read this whole story, and then we're going to just talk about it, okay? Luke chapter 5, verse 18 through 26. I don't know how many times I've preached on this. This has got a ton of sermons in it, okay? There's just all, I mean, stuff about evangelism, you know, four friends taking someone somewhere that couldn't get to Jesus by themselves. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff in here, right? But we're going to focus on the man that needed an encounter with Jesus because he needed a miracle. Some men came carrying a paralyzed man on a sleeping mat. They tried to take him inside to Jesus, but they couldn't reach Jesus because of the crowd. So they went up to the roof and took off some tiles. Then they lowered the sick man on his mat down into the crowd right in front of Jesus. I I like that picture. I just kind of picture them sitting him in Jesus' lap, you know, just laying the mat almost right in Jesus' lap, right Right in front of Jesus. Seeing their faith, hmm, see, there's a place I want to stop and preach too. Whose faith? Not the man's faith, their faith. So let me, let, me, let me say this. You might have come here today without any idea that God wanted to do something special in your life. But you've got some friends who wanted to get you to Jesus today. Maybe they invited you. Maybe they brought you. Maybe they're the ones that took the roof off, <laughs> figuratively speaking. They've done all the work to get you right here. And, and that right there said Jesus saw their faith. So if you hadn't had faith up to this point, I got good news for you. Jesus is going to reward those around you who have had faith. If you need something today, he wants to give it to you, and and he's, he's watching the faith of everybody around you. So now it's just time for you to let that faith rise up in you. Jesus, seeing their faith, he said to the man, young man, your sins are forgiven. Now, the Pharisees and teachers of religious law said to themselves, who does he think he is? Talking about Jesus. That's blasphemy. Only God can forgive sins. Jesus, though, he knew what they were thinking, so he asked them, why do you question this in your hearts? He's asked them a question. What's easier to say? Is it easier to say your sins are forgiven or stand up and walk? You know, just saying it, either one's as easy as the other one, right? But making it happen, which one is easier? So I will prove to you, Jesus says, that the Son of Man has the authority on earth to forgive sins because I'm going to prove I can do that by doing this one. You know, this one might be, you might think this one's harder, but I'm going to prove to you I can do that because I'm going to do this. That's what he's saying. So Jesus turned to the paralyzed man and said, stand up, pick up your mat, and go home. And immediately, as everyone watched, the man jumped up, picked up his mat, and went home praising God. And everyone was gripped with great wonder and awe, and they praised God, exclaiming, we have seen amazing things today. I want, that's where I want to be, right there in verse 26, right? You know, I want to be at that place, you know, maybe in just a little while, maybe later this week or sometime. I want to be in that place that I can say, I have seen amazing things today. I believe that I serve a God that can make amazing happen right here in this service. And and it doesn't have to happen up here or over there. It can happen right there where you're seated. It can happen praying with a prayer team member after service is over. Uh, While the service is still going as we're wrapping it up. It, it can happen right there, uh, that he can do amazing. And I want to see that happen, okay? But, but we're going to focus on the man. Now, here's what Jesus told him right there. Stand up, pick up your mat, and go, right? Stand up, pick up, and go. Stand up, pick up, and go. If I told you right now, stand up, pick up a chair, and go home, you know, you could probably do that. 
I mean, you know, probably 90% of you could. Maybe these babies couldn't, right? But if I told you stand up, pick up, and go home, you could do that. We're all going to do that in about 45 minutes or so or something like that if I don't get too long-winded, right? You know, I know you're gonna, some of you are going to hang around for an hour or more because you're going to talk and, and shake hands, and I'm not preaching for 45 minutes. don't want to scare anybody, okay? But we could do that. But you know what this was to this man? Jesus was telling him to do something he had never done. He was telling him to do three things he had never done. He had never stood up, he had never picked up a bed, and he had never walked home. And Jesus was telling him to do that. Stand up, pick up your bed, and go home. It's time to stand up, pick up your bed, and go home. And he told him he had never done that. Now, what would have happened, do you think, if the man had never stood up? If, if he just laid there and said, well, wait a minute, I, I can't walk. I'm lame. I, I've been lame all of my life. I, I can't walk. What if, what if he had argued? He didn't argue, did he? But what if he had argued? You know, and I know... We need, to be, we need to be careful. A lot of times, though, we look at people that could do better in life, and we just accuse them and ourselves of being lazy, right? They could do better if they had tried. They could get a job if they wanted one. Da, da, da. Now, and listen, there is a segment of people that that is definitely true of because I know some of them. You know some of them. They're in our families, right? I mean, it's not just people out there. We know people like that. But there is just as equally sure I am of a group of people on that other side that they just don't know what they're capable of. They don't know what promise is out there in life for them. So here's the question for us then, is if, is if, you know, if you're a Christian, if Jesus Christ is Savior of your sins, has anything changed since then? Because, you know, it's time, once that happens, then it's time to move on somewhere. You know, if it hasn't, if you're still sitting in the same place, that you were when you came to Christ. If you're, still, if you're still dealing with all the same stuff, if you're still failing in all the same failures, making all the same mistakes, if you feel just as empty and just as weakless, as weak as you always, always did even before Christ came to your life, then what's going on? I, I mean, which one of those groups are you a part of? Are you just lazy? You just don't want to? Or do you not know of all the promise that is there? that it's time to just stand up, pick up, and go home. It's time to do it. It's time to move somewhere and do something and accomplish it. It's time to, so, so you got to decide because if you're lazy, I don't have much hope for you. But if you just don't know, then let me assure you today, you have this in you to walk into a new place with Jesus Christ because you're one of his followers. Followers. Y'all know what that word means, follow? You know, you can't, you can't, you know, sit somewhere and follow somebody. You're going to follow them. You're going after them. So it's time for you to follow in some ways, okay? So next slide for me, if you will, Kevin. So Jesus said, take your bed home. Don't leave it on the sidewalk. Now, um, probably, you know, I, I, it doesn't appear we don't know. He might have been one of those guys that laid out on the sidewalk with a cup all day long waiting for people to give him, you know, some offerings, some gifts, alms, as they call it. He might have been one of those, I don't know, but, but when Jesus healed him and he told him to get up, he told him also take up your bed and take it home with you. Get, get your bed home. Don't leave it here on the sidewalk. Now, you and I, we don't, we don't deal with sidewalks a whole lot in our life. I know some of you live in neighborhoods that have sidewalks, but sidewalks in their life were, were, were main things. I, I meant every day you walked aside, whether it was paved or not, you walked down a road, Okay. 
You walk, people walked everywhere. Now, if you live in a neighborhood, you might walk a lot, but you don't walk to Walmart or Target or Publix. You don't walk to your friend's house unless they're just a few doors down. We drive everywhere, right? So we don't really understand this in that way. I mean, so I got thinking about that. What is the, what is the modern day equivalent of a sidewalk? You know, the sidewalk was a place where, you know, you used it to get from here to here in some way. And, and it was a place where you would meet people, you know, and you would pass someone. You'd stop and you'd talk for a little while, and, and they would ask you how you're doing. You would ask them how they're doing. And, you know, you would catch up on those kind of, And I thought, you know, one of the, the modern-day equivalents of a sidewalk, one of those modern-day equivalents would probably be social media, like Facebook. I mean, it's kind of like you know, a sidewalk. It's a place where we kind of pass one another and we kind of, you know, we kind of read what each other's up to, maybe ask, you know, how are things going? And you know what? I, I like what Jesus is saying here. If he's saying, listen, take your bed home, don't leave it on the sidewalk. You know, I, I want to I tell the Christians in this room, if, you, if you're a, a whatever social media app you use or whatever, I want to tell you Whatever that was in your past that Jesus has saved you from or all the struggles that you've had in your past, I want you to know it's time to pick them up, to take them home with you and get them off the sidewalk. We shouldn't be living a life of gloom, despair, and agony on me on Facebook out in front of the whole world. But we should be acting like we've been saved We've been set free, we've been delivered, we've been given new life in him, new eternal life, and we have everything to thank God for. And there's, not, there's nothing for us to be sad sack or anything about. It's time, it's time to take your bed home. It's time to take it home, put it away, and say, that's just a memory, and that is no longer who I am, and say, thank God, because what did this man do? What did he do? Immediately it said he jumped up and he prays. He, he didn't complain about, i got to carry this bed home. I didn't bring his bed down here. Those four guys did. Make them carry it home. No, no. Let me tell you what he saw there. He saw it as a privilege. Roll that bed up on his shoulder and take it home. He had never carried anything in his life. And the first thing he carried home was something he would never, ever need again. He saw it as a privilege to show that he had something amazing had happened in his life. So it's time to get up and go home. Next slide for me, Kevin, if you will. Jesus was telling the man to try something that he knew he couldn't do. Now, there's all kinds of truth, right? All kinds of truth. You know, there's, there's true truth, and then there's fake truth. <laughs> and then there's your truth and my truth. You know, and, and, and there's not just two of them because there's his truth too <laughs> and, and, and her truth, you know. And everybody's got their own truth. <clears throat> you know what his truth was? He couldn't walk. And Jesus said, get up, stand up. Jesus was telling him to do something he couldn't do. Jesus said, take up your bed. Jesus was telling something he knew he couldn't do. And take your bed home. Jesus was telling him something that he knew he couldn't do. I, I, I'm hoping somebody here understands he will never tell us to do something that we can't do. But what we've got to do is we've got to start trading our truth for the real truth. That is his truth. And you've been given this man was healed, but he didn't know it. He didn't realize it. It, it. That truth hadn't come to him yet. He, he had received it, but laying there on the mat. I mean, how, how many of us would still be laying there today? Because we don't know it yet, right? Because no, no, what I know is this. Man, I'm so tired of hearing everybody's truth. Because there's only one truth that matters, and that's true truth. Fake truth doesn't matter. Your truth, your truth, your I'm sorry, I don't want to offend anybody. My truth doesn't matter. 
The only thing that matters is his truth. And the only thing that's going to get me to truth is for me to keep swapping my truth for his truth. Because he is the way, the, and the life. He is. So he was calling him to do so. That next, that next old point right there, he says, he was totally healed. Now he had to act like it. Man, see that? That may be the, the summation of this whole sermon. I'm not done yet. That may be the summation of this whole sermon. Is when he started acting like, are you a Christian? Jesus has saved you of your sins. You don't live under that, under, under that condemnation anymore, that shame. You don't live under that anymore. Man, when he started acting like it. He, he's, you mean he has provided for you through the Holy Spirit, the gifts of, of all these miracles that he can do in your life? Man, we need to act like it. You mean he's been there like the song we sung just a few moments ago. You didn't sing a lot, did you? First, first pa- church ever pastored. One, one man, he'd get up, and he, he always liked to say, when he, he was one of the leaders of the church. Sometimes he'd be on stage. He'd say, it is just as wrong to sing a lie as it is to tell a lie. You know, you sang a few moments ago that he has never left your side. He has always been there, and he always will be. Is that a lie, or is that the truth? If you believe that's the truth, then come on, we need to start acting like it. This man could walk. He didn't know it, but he could walk, and now he needed to start acting like it. So you know what? You know what he did? When he picked up the bed, the next slide, or the next point, when he picked up his bed, carrying that bed home was living out the miracle in his life. That's what it was. He said, let me show y'all what I got now. If Jesus was showing the, the, the Pharisees that he had the, the, the ability and power to forgive sin by healing this man and enabling to, him to walk. And this man was showing everybody that he had been healed by carrying his bed home, doing something he had never done before. He was living it out. I mean, we talk about this. We sing about this. We read scripture about it. We quote scriptures to one another. I mean, we read a, we read a book and we find something in it. We got to post that on social media and all this. We talk about all this stuff, but are we living it? I mean, it's time to get up. Come on, church. It's time to get up and, and to go somewhere, to not stay in this place that we've been staying and we've been sitting and, oh, man, it's just, uh, I've thought about doing this and i thought about doing this and start and stop and start and stop. And still, on Sunday morning, we roll out of bed, grab a bowl of cereal, throw on some clothes and try to get here before service starts. And we're still in that same place, a lot of us. It's time to stand up, pick up, and go. Go somewhere. He, he called you into something different. So this last slide, you need to walk away from your past. Get as far away from it as you possibly can. What, whatever that past is, what, and I'm not just talking about... I know you probably, when I said that, you're probably thinking sin. You're probably thinking all those kinds of things. I'm not just talking about that. I'm talking about your gloom, despair, agony on me attitude. You, you need to get up and move on past that. Because you serve the King of kings and the Lord of lords, the Prince of peace. The power of the, that created this universe lives inside of you. Then what, what in the world do I have to look down about? You need to get up and walk away from that past. Yesterday, get as far away from it as you can. There's an old, old joke. Uh, I'm sure most of you have heard it, and uh, please laugh anyway, if you will. Um, by a man, went to the doctor. He was getting on up in years. He said, Doc, I just don't have the energy I used to have. He said, I'm, I'm starting to see some problems in other parts of my body because, you know, I, I, I'm more stiff. And the doctor said, well, how much exercise? I don't get any exercise. And he said, okay, start here. Walk 
five miles a day. I know you might not be able to do five miles first day. Just walk one or two. You know, just keep it till you build up to five. And call me in a month, and then I'll tell you the next step to take. And so he says, okay, build up five miles. I'll do that, doc. So he goes home. He starts walking. A month later, he calls the doctor. And the doctor says, hey, how are you doing? He said, man, I'm feeling so much better. Everything's what my metabolism's better. My, you know, I'm, I'm more agile and all those kinds of things. I, I built up to five miles in no time. You know, and I, I feel so much better. But, and the doctor said, but what? And he said, I sure am getting a long ways from home. Okay. Just telling a joke on Sunday morning is out of place unless it's got a place. This has got a place, okay? <laughs> that wasn't what the doctor was talking about, was it? Five miles, then five miles, then five miles. But that is exactly what I'm talking about today. Walk away. Walk, you might not get far away from your past this first day, but walk away from it. And wherever you get today, walk further away from that the next day. Because the further you get from your past, the further you will get into your future. And we say around here all the time, Jeremiah 29, 11, God's got an awesome dream for your life. It's time to go live that dream. It's time to quit talking about the dream. It's time to quit hoping. It's time to go live the dream. But here's the last little challenge for us, right, is, you see, that, that guy had been in that bed for a long time. And I can't imagine any bed being comfortable all day long. But I imagine he finally found a way to get used to it, to get comfortable with it. And you know what? I'm sure when he got home with that bed, he probably thought, now I need to hang on to this. Somebody, he probably had that thought, I need to hang on to this in case I lose this miracle. Hmm? That's what we do. That's how we hold on a lot of times to our yesterday. You can't reach that as long as you're holding on to this. you got to move on. And so it was tempting to him, no doubt. Maybe not to him, but I know it is to us. To lay in that place of comfort instead of go for the miracle, the blessing, the dream, the amazing future that God has for us. So what? I'm going to read this last one with you. What are you living in that seems more comfortable than being free? What are you living in that seems more comfortable than being whole? What are you living in that seems more comfortable than being mentally healthy and spiritually strong? You see, that's what we do is we just hang on to it because it feels more comfortable because I don't know about tomorrow. But wait, you just saying it. There won't be a day that you're not by my side. There won't be a day that you let me fall. And all of my life, your love will be true. And all of my life, I'll worship you. Yeah, the future is always scary because, I mean, we know the past. It's history. It's already written down somewhere, right? But we don't know the future. But we know who holds the future. We know who has dreamed the future. We know who has the power to make the future happen. Thanks for listening to the Church 2911 Sermons Podcast. If you have a need, we would love to pray with you. You can connect with our prayer team by emailing prayer at church2911.com or by texting 205-476-2911. 
You can learn more about our church by visiting us online at church2911.com and by connecting with us on Facebook and Instagram at church2911. We hope this message has encouraged you and reminded you that God loves you and has an amazing dream for your life. As always, we dare you to dream.